Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Marketing Consultant, the podcast that tells you, the ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making, exactly what to do to take control of your own marketing. I'm so excited to have you join me today. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss the all-important topic of who your ideal customer is and why this matters. If you want to be successful, not only is it important to know what you're offering and be clear on your USP, it's also important to be clear on who your ideal customer is so that your business and your customer have the perfect match. The right product pitched to the wrong customer will still sadly fail. So it's important to get both things right. If you want to learn more about how to identify your USP, then have a listen to episode number one of this podcast, where I talk all about how to make your business stand out and find your unique selling proposition. Now for today's episode, before I go any further, I'm going to ask you a question. A question I ask all my clients and a question you really need to ask yourself. The question is, who is your ideal customer? Now, there's a hint in the question itself, which is, it's not everyone. I know what you're thinking. Well, I want to be selling my product or offering my service to everyone. The more customers, the more successful the businesses and the more people I'm able to help. And that makes sense. However, the reality is that not everyone is your customer. And more importantly, everyone does not need to be your customer. I don't, it doesn't really matter what you sell or what your service is. Everyone is not your ideal customer. And here's why. Your customer is someone who is made for your product or service. It's that special person you kept in mind when you came up with your product. It's a person who is in need of the benefit you are offering. And while you may be tempted to think this is everyone, the reality is that's never going to be the case. But here's a good thing. It absolutely doesn't need to be. You don't need everyone to be your customer. You just need enough people to make your business successful. And if you're clear on your USP, and I'm sure you are by this time, you're already well on the way to serving a sizable and profitable part of the market. Remember, if you try to sell to everyone, for the most part, you end up selling to no one. So now that we're clear on that our ideal customer is not everyone, let's talk a little bit more about who he or she actually is. Your ideal customer is someone who wants the exact benefit you are offering and has the willingness and ability to pay for it. This is important, so listen up. Your ideal customer is someone who wants the exact benefit you are offering and has the willingness and ability to pay for it. So let's unpack this a bit more. As always, I'll go with an example. So the example I'm going to take is of none other than my own business, Be Your Own Marketing Consultant, the business that helps busy business owners and entrepreneurs take charge of their own marketing. 
Now, for um, having been in marketing for 20 plus years and having worked with businesses of all kinds, I've had first-hand experience of how passionate business owners such as you are about your own business. It's your baby and you want to do everything you can for it. You want the knowledge and the know-how to take control of your own marketing. However, you don't have time to engage with woolly ideas and theories. You want practical advice that you can immediately put into action. And so I came up with Be Your Own Marketing Consultant, where I help business owners and entrepreneurs take charge of their own marketing. Keeping this in mind, I defined my value proposition. Now, value proposition, in short, is a, def- is a description or a deeper understanding of the value you are offering to your customers. But it also looks at how this value will be delivered. It's a little bit, it's, 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 a, it's your unique selling proposition, but going into more detail. So you're still talking about your unique value, but you're looking at it in far more detail and also looking at not just what, but also how it's going to be delivered. So keeping the reason why I started Be Your Own Marketing Consultant in mind, Um, and having a little bit of a clear idea of my USP, I then got to work on defining my value proposition. And so here is the value proposition of Be Your Own Marketing Consultant. I help business owners and ambitious entrepreneurs take control of their own marketing. I do so by providing them with hands-on practical advice that they can immediately put into place and apply to their own business. I offer this advice in the form of weekly podcasts, a range of free and paid resources, as well as courses. I want to be able to help as many businesses as I can and provide them with the knowledge and know-how to do their own marketing. I want to equip them with skills and marketing understanding that will last a lifetime and one they can use again and again as their business changes, grows and evolves. So that's my value proposition. And you can see there's a fair bit of detail in there. So I am going to pack unpack this a bit more. But also, don't worry too much about taking notes because in the show notes for this episode is a link to the free workbook uh, which focuses completely on defining your ideal customer. So make sure to download that. It's filled, uh, it's, it's got all the things that I'm going to discuss today. My value proposition as well as the definition of my ideal customer and also the way in which you can complete these bits yourself. So make sure to download that workbook. It's really, um, it's re- it's really good, and I you don't I don't want you to miss out. Now going back to the value proposition, if um, if I look at it in more detail, you'll probably notice that it can be broken down into four main heads. So listen up. This is important. The value proposition can be broken down into four main heads. Who, what, how, and big picture. So let's look 
back at the value proposition again and um, see how it divides into these four sections. So I start with, I help. Now this section is about the people I help through my business. So I need to think carefully about who this is. So in my case, this is business owners and ambitious entrepreneurs. So I help business owners and ambitious entrepreneurs. For the next section, think about what you help them do. So in my case, I help them take control of their own marketing. So who do I help? Business owners and ambitious entrepreneurs. How do I help them? Sorry, um, what do I help them with? I help them with taking control of their own marketing. And now think about how you provide this help. I provide this help by providing them with weekly podcasts, a range of free and paid resources, as well as courses. So I've done the who, which is business owners, the what, which is take control of their own marketing, and the how, which is through podcasts, resources, and courses. And now I come to the big picture or the overall vision for my business, which is I want to be able to help as many businesses as I can and provide them with the knowledge and know-how to do their own marketing. I want to equip them with skills and marketing understanding that will last a lifetime and one they can use again and again as their business changes, grows and evolves. So that's it. That's the value proposition broken down into the four main heads of the who, the what, the how, and the big picture. Now, in the free workbook that I've prepared alongside this episode, you will find a complete cheat sheet to be able to fill this in yourself. I literally lay it out for you. You just have to fill in the blanks. So I, I, I've made it really simple and, and quick to do because I know your time is precious. So make sure to download the work workbook um, from the link in the show notes. So if you look at the unique selling proposition or um, extending that a bit more to the value proposition, you can already see that, you know, when I extend the USP to value proposition, there's already a lot of detail of some of the characteristics of my ideal customer. I hope you can see that I'm focused on business owners and entrepreneurs, but not just at any business owner. I'm focused on those who are very hands-on with their business. Those who are very much an active player and someone who gets down in the trenches and isn't afraid to roll up their sleeves and do the work. You can also see that my advice is intended to be practical and hands-on because I understand that my ideal customer is low on time and doesn't have time for woolly ideas and, con and content. So, I offer my content in the form of po podcasts and on-demand resources and videos which can be accessed again and again in my customer's own time. So just from writing down my value proposition 
I've been able to get a much clearer idea of who my ideal customer is. And I say writing down, and I think this is really important because no matter how clear the idea is in your head, the process of actually writing down your value proposition, I promise you will make it much clearer for you as it did for me, who exactly your customer is. And in the workbook, I uh, I provide this in the form of almost like a fill in the blank template. So you literally have to fill in the gaps and you will have your own value proposition. And once you have that written or in front of you, it will make it so much clearer for you to know who you need to focus on and who you don't need to focus on. Because let's face it, we all have limited time. We don't want to be focusing on people who don't need our services or won't benefit from our product let's speak let's focus on those people that that will so it's really clear for you to know who that person is and uh, the you know the value proposition really helps to make that clearer so now that i've discussed my value proposition it's time to go to defining my ideal customer So here is a description of the ideal customer for Be Your Own Marketing Consultant. Meet Helen, a budding entrepreneur with an incredible vision for where she wants her business to be. She's a one-woman army and not afraid to put in the work to make her business a success. She's done the market research and knows she has a great product. But cash is limited and while she wants to get the marketing right, She doesn't have the money to spend on an agency or consultant. What's more, she knows that no one knows her brand and vision like she does. And she knows she can do a great job of marketing her product if she only knew how. She doesn't have the time to go into theories and woolly ideas. She wants practical tips and advice which she can immediately put into action. She's willing to put in the time and do the work as long as she knows the exact steps she needs to take. So there you have it. That's the ideal customer for Be Your Own Marketing Consultant. The value proposition was a big step towards developing this. And once I I had that developed, it was much easier to define my ideal customer. So now it's your turn. And um, don't worry, I'm going to make it simple for you in terms of providing you with a list of questions or um, which will help you identify who your ideal customer is and also get to know her a little better. So I'm going to um, take you through a long list. It's about 25 questions. You might not have answers to all the questions, but that's where the research comes in. Once you know the information you need, you can start to look for it in the right places. So you can start by hanging out in Facebook groups or forums where you think your ideal customer might be. And this can be really helpful in getting to grips with the psychology as well as the concerns of your ideal customer. So I'm going to take you through this complete list. And um, once again, this this list is also available in the workbook. So don't feel you have to make notes. You can just refer to the workbook later to find a complete list. 
So the first set of questions really are um, designed to give you a broad and general idea of who your ideal customer is. So they really help visualize your ideal customer. So the first question is, does your ideal customer identify as a male or female? So that's the first question. Second, what stage of life are they in? Young professional, married with kids, retired, single, university student. Stage of life can be a really important factor in deciding um, what is a priority for someone to spend their money on. It also has a big role to play in the amount of disposable income. So it's really important to understand or to be clear on which stage of life your ideal customer is in. What's their age? Again, this can have a huge impact in terms of priorities, responsibilities, education. Um, and, and so it can really make it, uh, it's a really important factor for you to know whether your business is going to be attractive to that particular customer or not. Now, the se second set of questions looks at visualizing your ideal customer's life. These set of questions will help you understand their life, their responsibilities, their values, their beliefs, and their preferences. So let's go through this in a bit more detail. Question number four. Do they have kids or any other carer responsibilities? If they have kids, how old are the kids? Question number five. Are they a homeowner? Do they have a mortgage? This is important because this gives you an idea of uh, a really important monthly expenditure and which, um, you know, which must be met at all costs. So it gives you, it gives you an idea of the amount of financial commitments that they already have in place. Question number six. Is your ideal customer in employment for someone else? If so, is it full-time or part-time? Question number seven. Are they self-employed? Question number eight. Is your ideal customer a, a stay-at-home parent? Question number nine. What is their education background? Question number 10. This is an important one. What does a typical day in their life look like? Now, this is really important because this gives you a deeper understanding of what could be some of the struggles, some of the challenges that they meet on an everyday basis. So this is really important to be able to answer as in-depth as possible. You may not have all of these answers to begin with, but fill, it, fill as much detail as you can and then try and do a bit more research um, and keep filling this set of questions with as much information as possible as you as you go along question num question number 11 what do they like to do in their free time so here we're looking at things like hobbies and things that they do for entertainment um and this you know this can be really important depending on the category of business that you have question number 12 where do they do their weekly food shop so again it's quite relevant to give you an idea of their disposable income, but also depending on the category of product that you sell or the service that you offer, this can be relevant from that perspective as well in terms of finding out which supermarkets, for example, or local um, 
grocery store your you know your customer is likely to hang out in do they support small businesses do they support corner shops do they like to buy fresh farm produce or do they like to um shop at discount stores all this is really important information for you to understand your ideal customer question number 13 where do they go on holiday so again where a customer goes on holiday the kind of holiday that they have whether it's a family vacation whether it's an adventure holiday whether it's a party destination gives a lot of information about the life and lifestyle of your ideal customer question number 14 this is particularly important if your business has anything to do with food um so what's their dietary preference meat eater vegetarian vegan flexitarian as much information as you have possible is really useful not just i guess it's important from food and dietary preferences perspective as well but also belief systems such as sustainability environment all of these things are quite quite um interconnected now moving on to the next set of questions these questions focus on your ideal customers choices and influences this will help you know where to find your ideal customer and who can influence their decisions so question number 15 which books does your ideal customer like to read i always say you can tell a lot about a person by the num- by the books that sit in their bookcase or in fact if they have a bookcase or not it tells you a lot you know it also it's quite important also to understand what might be a priority for them at a particular point in time so if somebody's going undergoing home renovation they may have you know books um related to that if somebody is really interested in cooking they might have a lot of cooking books so if you can peek into someone's bookshelf or if you can peek into the imaginary bookshelf of your ideal customer it gives you a lot of insight into who this customer is likely to be and also what their goals and aspirations are you know for um lots of ambitious entrepreneurs like you you might have quite a lot of self help books or or books of successful business founders which are meant for knowledge as well as inspiration so it's important to be able to get this information if you can another important and related question is which podcasts do they like to listen to so if uh, if your ideal customer is another ambitious business owner or entrepreneur they might be interested in podcasts which they can which from which the knowledge they can use in their business right away if somebody is interested in nutrition they may be listening to podcasts that focus on nutritious uh, nutritious food or healthy eating question number 17 where do they like to spend their time online now this is a question i get asked by my clients um quite a lot and it's to do with well which social media platforms should i focus on should i focus on everything and i say no you absolutely sh- don't need to focus on everything especially when you're just starting out because you have a lot to do as a entrepreneur you know you've got so many things that demand your attention and you need to prioritize those social media platforms where your customer hangs out go on tiktok 
if your customer is on TikTok. Otherwise, you know, you might spend some time on it, but you don't want to, you don't really need to spend a lot of time developing videos for TikTok if it's not go- going to go anywhere. Some clients take the approach that, well, I want to be all over a social media platform before it gets saturated. And I can see the merit in that. But that's more, I would say, for awareness, which is also important. If you're looking in terms, if you're looking for actual sales or um, conversions, TikTok might not be the avenue for you. Again, you know, it depends on which platform your customer hangs out in. If they are more, if they're the, uh, if your ideal customer is more likely to have a Facebook account, then be on TikTok. Facebook is where you want to focus on. Similarly, if they spend more time on Instagram, that's where you want to be. Email, by and large, is a very, very cost-effective and sustainable form of communication with your ideal customer. So if you can get that information, that's really useful. Question number 18. Where does your customer go for information and advice? Which Facebook groups are they part of? Are they on any specific threads in Pinterest, WhatsApp, forums, get to grips with this, hang out in these places yourself, and that will really help you understand your customers' um, concerns, but also pick up on the words that they use to express their concerns. This is a really golden nugget, so listen up. If you can identify your customers' concerns and use their exact language in your messaging, that's really useful in getting their attention. Because it's literally like you're reading their mind or you're telling them exactly the problem that they know they've had. So when you use their words, they literally feel like, oh my gosh, how does this person know what I've been feeling? So try and get that information by hanging out where your ideal customer spends their time. Question number 19, who do they follow online? This is important in terms of identifying potential micro or influencers and um, knowing who can potentially impact your customer's decision making. Now, the next and final set of questions focuses on the aspirations and struggles of your ideal customer. This section will help you understand your customer at a deeper level and make it easier for you to connect with them. Again, this is information that you may not have readily available, but think of this list as as a goal that over the next month or over the next few weeks, you're going to try and get this information about your customer. Print out this list, keep it in front of you, fill in as much information as you can, and the information that you don't have, let that be a target. Let that be the information that you go and collect. So question number 20, what's their biggest pain point? This is really important. This is huge because when your business offers a solution of any kind and of any level related to your customer's biggest point, biggest pain point, and especially in a way that is affordable or that they're willing to pay for, that's 
you 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 don't even need to sell that to the customer because your customers are going to be lining up for it if you can identify their biggest pain point and offer an affordable solution or a solution at a price that they are willing and able to pay for that's huge so you have to find the right customer with the right solution that solution of a problem that really matters to them so if your customer's biggest pain point is not being able to have nutritious healthy uh, meals because they don't have the time to cook them and everything that's available from shops is full full of preservatives or not healthy um and and if you offer a you know freshly made collection of food that's ready to eat but freshly cooked and doesn't have preservatives it's kind of solved a really big problem for them question number 21 what are their biggest fears so this is something which is going deeper into the psychology of your customer biggest fears can be related to not being able to meet your financial commitments at the end of the month or job security or um not being able to pay your mortgage it could even be coming across as somebody who's not as confident as they would like to be or social situations you know different people have different kinds of fears and it's about identifying the fears of your customer and in somehow if your product is able to help them with that that's perfect isn't it that's exactly not only is that great for your business but you're actually helping your customer with something that they really are fearful of so try and identify your ideal customers biggest fears and show them how your business can offer some kind of a solution related to that question number 22 what does their ideal life look like for some people this might be retiring at the age of 40 for others it might be um becoming a millionaire for somebody it might be having a better work life balance and being able to spend more time with their kids it's important to understand the ideal life scenario for your customer it won't be the same for everyone but it's important to understand what it is for your customer what is it that they want to do do they want flexibility do they want more money do they want more autonomy and how or do they do they want more time and how can your business fit into what their ideal life looks like question number 23 what do they wish they could have more of this is an important one because you know um here you're really looking at a deeper answer than i wish i had more money or i wish i had more time because those are quite standard answers for everyone try and get a little bit more knowledge in terms of if somebody wants more time what should, what would they be want to what what would they want to be spending that time on so at a surface level the answer that you might get is well i i wish i had more money okay what would you want to be spending that money on so a better question would be i wish i had more a better answer would be i wish i had more money to do what or i wish i had more time to 
to do what? To spend more time with my family, to travel more, to focus on my health. What is it that somebody wants time for or money for? That's really important. And that's when you start to understand your ideal customer in much more detail. And, you know, contrary to that, question number 24, what do they wish they had less of? Again, you know, you want to be able to get to the reason behind the answer. So if they wanted less of something, why do they want less of that? And final question, but a really important one is what are their biggest insecurities? This can be really, really a sensitive topic for uh, many people. So be careful with this one. You you want to be able to approach it in a way where you get some, some um, kind of response, but at the same time, you don't want to be imposing on people. So if you're able to get some of this information in terms of, you know, why could, what could make a person feel insecure? Could it be lack of job security? Could it be body image issues? Could it be lack of confidence? You know, what is it that's make that's likely to make a person feel insecure? That's really important and vital in decision making in so many categories. I mean, a large part of the fitness indu- industry is focused on being able to elevate people's insecurities related to body issues. If you look at skincare industry, again, a lot of it focuses on insecurities related to, um, you know, physical appearance. So this is a really important one, but also one that must be dealt with carefully. And there you have it. That's a complete list of 25 questions, which takes you through a full in-depth analysis of your ideal customer. Now that you have a strong picture of who this is, where they spend their time, who they listen to, who they're influenced by, why not spend some time in these places yourself and see firsthand what your customers have to say. Maybe join a Facebook group where they are a member and see what are the common topics of discussion or concern. Are there specific words and challenges that they use to describe their problems? Remember, these words can be a goldmine when it comes to the words to use in your own messaging and advertising. When you use words that come straight from your ideal customer's mouth, trust me, this will instantly resonate with them. And that is it for today. I hope this podcast has been useful for you to get to grips with who your ideal customer is. It's really important, like I said, to be able to focus on that one person that's a perfect match for your business. Remember, if you focus on everyone, you'll end up attracting no one. So it's really important to recognize who your ideal customer is and just focus in on them. Don't forget to download the free workbook, the link to which is available in the show notes for this podcast. That free workbook has all the questions that I've gone through today, as well as an easy to complete template to define your value proposition, as well as an example of my own value proposition, as well as ideal customer that will be really useful in developing your own. I hope you've liked today's podcast. If you have, 
please can you um do me a great favor and subscribe to the podcast as well as as well as give me a good review and if you think somebody else could benefit from this please can you share it with them i would appreciate it so much i spend a great deal of time in making these episodes as well as the supporting workbooks so your support really does mean the world to me so i'd absolutely love it if you would subscribe review and share this episode with somebody else don't forget to give me a follow on instagram at be your own marketing consultant check out my resources on my website be your own marketing consultant.com and until next time stay happy stay safe